Are you ready to scale your business in a way that's aligned with your soul and profitable? I'm Casey Rossi, a business and leadership coach. I've been a full-time entrepreneur for 30 years and love business. I help conscious leaders increase their impact and optimize their lives. Join me each week for tips and deep conversations on cultivating confidence, increasing your visibility, elevating your vibration, and leading with purpose without burning out. Let's go. Hello, my lovely friend. I hope this episode finds you with a smile on your face. I have been off on adventures with my niece, Tessa, who just graduated from Ithaca College. So we visited Washington, D.C., and toured her top choice for grad school because she's going in for law. And we also had an opportunity to visit with relatives, which we haven't seen for a while. So that was super nice. We ventured then down to Virginia Beach for some much-needed R&R and beach time and finished off with a spin around Philly where we got to take in some amazing art. And I also met up with my peer coach, who I've only Zoomed with, so that felt like a real bonus to be able to connect and see one another face-to-face. So when you leave your home and your hometown and your routine, it brings up a couple of interesting opportunities because we can't rely on habits, and it also busts us out of falling into living on autopilot and not really being present with ourselves or our surroundings. We have to lean into our instincts, whether it comes to deciding on where to stay, what to do, and even which parking spot we want to pull into. We are way more on alert, and in that, it opens up a chance to practice our intuition. I definitely had lots of opportunities over this nine-day break to really become aware of my instincts, my ability to pick up feelings and vibrations around where we were traveling and what felt like the right move and when to take it. And I was thinking about what topic I wanted to share this week and intuition popped into my mind. And I had to really think about if I've ever shared thoughts on this before. And I scrolled quickly through my Buzzsprout feed and I was surprised to see that I really haven't. It was surprising because it's actually one of the top three topics that I get asked to speak about when I'm a guest on someone else's show. So that was super interesting. For my curious souls, mindset and business without burnout are the other two topics that I often get requested to speak on. So it's definitely high time that we dive into one of my favorite subjects. And more than that, it's really a daily practice, and that is intuition. You are going to learn how to increase your power and alignment by using intuition, which is super exciting. I also want to preface that intuition is not reserved for the select few, which I think many people feel that it is. I think many people feel if they're not born with it, they just don't have it. They just don't have the gift or that works for somebody else, but it doesn't work for them. And that is very far from the truth. It's also not something that's from the psychic realm where you're getting these messages from maybe people that have passed on or you're acting as a medium or a channel. That's not what we're really talking about today. We're really talking about being able to lean in to your own body wisdom, your own heart wisdom, your own gut wisdom. 
And research is now being able to quantify the validity of intuition. In fact, Associate Professor of Psychology at the University of South Wales in Australia, Joel Pearson, said that previous studies didn't actually measure intuition because they didn't know how to quantify it. So now there is new research and Pearson and his colleagues came up with a series of experiments to determine whether people were using their intuition to help guide their decision-making or judgment. And these researchers defined intuition as the influence of non-conscious emotional information. I'm going to say that again because it's kind of like a big concept that we're not really familiar with. Non-conscious, so it's something that we're not thinking of. It just comes up. Emotional information, and I really want to underscore that because it is a feeling state over a thinking state, and it's something that we're not conscious of. And so this comes from our brain or our body, and it comes about as an instinctual feeling or a sensation. So this is how we can start to determine the differences between our thinking state and our feeling state. So it's very exciting that there's more and more research coming up, more and more people that are really getting scientific facts behind this and getting some validity to the subject. So it's not so airy-fairy, but it's actually being studied and backed. So I think that's really, really important for our logical listeners. And just in general, I think anytime we're digging into realms that are a little bit newer, even if they have ancient wisdom that backs it, it's very important to have that scientific data and that proof and research that we can even dig deeper on if it's something that is interesting to us. So that's just one example of what they're doing there um, at that university, but also HeartMath Institute has a slew of data on intuition, and it actually breaks it down into three types. So I found this very helpful, um, and I wanted to share it with you. So the first type of intuition is implicit learning. This is a knowing based on something that we've learned. And it could be something that we even learned and then forgot we learned. Maybe it was at an earlier stage of our life or it just kind of went out of our brain that we even took that information in. Because remember, our brain matches patterns and our subconscious mind collects data and organizes it and stores it for us. So this is really a good thing. We have that internal software, if you will. And it's keeping track of everything. And then our body fires neurochemicals in our brains and our guts that stimulates a reaction. So heart math actually turns this as implicit learning, but it is actually a type of intuition. It's a type of our, not a type, but kind of the relying on our internal microfiche, if you will. And we're unconscious of it, but there are all these files and all this data that we've stored in our lifetime that we can easily pull up when there's something that matches a situation. So an example of implicit learning is like maybe you got lost on one of your road trips, but you kind of forgot when you went back years later and you're like, wait, man, my GPS is actually saying to do this. But I kind of remember, this doesn't feel like the right way. I kind of remember that 
Last time I actually had to make a U-turn and go left in order to circle around and go right, which is really where I want to go. So that's just one example of this implicit learning where your brain is kind of matching and remembering, "Mm, no, I think I actually remembered that this wasn't what maybe the map is saying, so I'm going to do it this way, and then you turn out to be right. That's just one simple example of implicit learning. So the second type is called energetic sensitivity. I very much understand and relate to this category. I've often joked about kind of being extra sensitive to the point where sometimes people will be like, oh, you're such a princess. Like you can't be around Windex at a restaurant or you can't, you know, if the lights are too bright. It's just a very interesting thing. So I've lived with that kind of sensitivity my whole life. And maybe you caught my episode with Heather Dominic because to me, she really has it dialed in for the highly sensitive entrepreneur and how you actually relate to business and clients and sales in a much different way because of your energetic sensitivity. So if you haven't caught that episode with her and I, definitely check it out. And there's also a video version on my YouTube channel where you can watch us chat together on that. Uh, She bases a lot of her work on The Course in Miracles, but she actually applies it to business. So it's super interesting. And this type of energetic sensitivity is being able to pick up on environmental clues and energy fields. And you may have experienced this if you just had a feeling that like someone's staring at you. And I just had this happen actually yesterday when my boyfriend and I were fueling up the Harley and we were, you know, riding into my family's and I just had this kind of like weird feeling. And of course, it was that. It was like, okay, there's like a creeper kind of staring. So you may pick up on things like that too. Um, It's just a feeling that comes in that you're really, really sensitive to. Or like maybe you walk into a restaurant and like you just have this sense, or maybe you have like a constriction in your heart, like the vibes just aren't great and you choose to go to a different restaurant. So those are some contextual examples of energetic sensitivity. And you might, when you're listening to this, be like, oh yeah, actually that's happened to me. Or yeah, I can absolutely relate to that. So that is certainly a type of intuition. And the last category is known as non-local intuition. So that's kind of new terminology, but basically this type is something that can't be explained. It's not from our history or our past knowledge or even picked up by our surroundings. And HeartMath explains it as our innate biological interconnectedness. I love this because we are all connected. And so it's being able to pick up and sense certain things just from that physical and biological connectedness. So if you're a parent, you can think of a time when you had a sense that your child might be in danger. Or maybe your partner is just like, something's not right. Or maybe you actually get some strain in your heart and at the same time they're having a panic attack, maybe in a different state or a different part of the world than you are. So that's an example where you didn't have any facts to prove it, but you just had a feeling. And that's an example of non-local intuition. I often think that 
that category gets mistaken for psychic ability or labeled as woo or something to fear. Yet to me, it feels like the most natural law there is that we are all one and it's our likeness that connects us and heightens our awareness. This episode is brought to you by Know Thyself and Lead, my free mini training that unlocks the top three secrets that you need to joyfully thrive. You'll learn the number one way to fuel action so that you're never stuck or procrastinating again. You'll crack the code and unveil your specific aligned purpose for more flow and ease, and you'll discover the way to propel you further faster. You can binge watch all three trainings at once or at your leisure. Either way, you'll want to sign up and dive right in. Access Know Thyself and Lead at kcrossi.com slash lead. That's kcrossi.com slash lead. Now, please enjoy the show. So maybe that'll help you have a different mindset shift when it comes to that non-local intuition. And being able to tap into our intuition, it's actually been shown to help us make faster, more accurate, and definitely more confident decisions. And I know as a business owner, harnessing this can actually feel like a secret superpower. It naturally allows us to tap into our gut wisdom and be more in alignment with our core values. And if you're like me, which I think you are because you're listening to this, being in alignment, having integrity, and Being steeped in our core values is really, really important. And in that, having any kind of tools, any kind of upper hand, if you will, in order to bring that more to the surface, in order for that to truly blossom, it's exciting. It's so exciting. So when I was on Lana Dingwall's podcast, love her. So if you haven't listened to her show, it's called Changing the Story. We talked about how to use intuition as an actual business strategy. So if you want to listen to that, it's her episode number 136. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can easily go to that. But I shared ways on how to be able to determine the difference between our thinking mind and true intuition when we're faced with challenging decisions. And one of the easiest ways to detect the difference is speed. So when we're bypassing our thinking mind and tuning into our intuition, the response comes up quickly. There is heart wisdom that arises or an immediate gut reaction. So you've heard people refer to this as a hunch, instinct, an inner knowing, or immediate understanding. And maybe you can pause here and think of a time where that happened for you. And just in an instinct, you were just like, hell yes, this is it, or whoa, this doesn't feel right to me. I'm going to retreat. I'm going to step back. Maybe it was literally a physical response where you stepped away from somebody that just didn't feel in alignment to you or a vibe you wanted to be around. On the flip side, when we go round and round on a decision, we're using our thinking mind, relying on resources and logic and proof. So If you're whipping out your pen and paper and drawing two columns, which I do, (laughs) one labeled pros and one labeled cons, you can pretty much be confident and sure that you're not tapping into intuition. And honestly, there is nothing wrong with doing the logical, linear side 
of decision-making. There is absolute validity in that. And if that is working for you, just go on and rock that. But the difference or not necessarily the difference, I truly feel that balance is what we're looking for. It's not an either or. It's not a black or a white, but it's really being able to swim in that yin-yang combination. It's the synergy of trusting your heart wisdom and intuition, and then also having that other side of the, the puzzle, that other side of the logic. But today we're really focused on the intuition, which is your sensing versus the thinking. And for me, being mindful of my body and tuning into the spaces below the mind helps a lot. So remember that this is a practice. And with any practice, we have to be patient. We have to trust, right? This is really cultivating self-trust and reliability and resiliency. And when we practice this, you're going to notice that you're going to drop into unconscious competence which is really that level that we're looking for, that level of true instincts, true intuition, right intuition. So here's the other thing to remember. You have all of the answers within. You contain the whole of the macrocosm, everything in creation within your soul, the microcosm, which is just that one drop, that single drop of the great big ocean of creation. And in that, you are tapped into the biggest, the best, and the most reliable resource of all time. Sorry, Google. (laughs) So when you're faced with any decision, big or small, allow your first reaction to bubble up. And then just notice how you feel. Do you have a sense of knowing? Do you feel stable and grounded? Do you feel expansive or contracted? Does it just feel right? That's what you want to be paying attention with. That's what you want to go with. And here's the thing. This can all unfold in a split second. So trust your first instinct and embrace the speed that comes with it. Trust your first instinct and then embrace the speed that it comes. If when you hear that inner voice or immediately get a gut feeling and then you start to second guess it, or your thinking mind rushes in to provide 100 reasons why that might not be true, or your emotional system kicks up some fear, it's again information for you. We don't have to judge it. We don't have to label it. We don't have to shame and blame ourselves for that. It's just information, information that will help you to determine if this information is coming from your mind. Is it your mind kicking in? Or is it your instant truth resource? Isn't that cool? Like you have this instant truth resource, never goes away. It only fades if we're ignoring it, right? Otherwise it can continue to radiate and get stronger and be something that you can truly, truly rely on when you start to see it unfold in positive ways in your life. So here's the fun part. Practice with the little stuff, like where and what to eat, you know, and then Practice with more meaty things like should you enroll in the course or mastermind that you've had your eye on? And then graduate to bigger life and business decisions like taking out a loan or collaborating with a new business partner or even determining when to sell. Once you make this deep inward listening a daily practice, 
you won't be able to turn back the clocks to when you wrestled with every decision and went through several mind swirls before committing to an answer. And that, my friend, is good news. Life becomes much more in flow and you will notice more energy because you're not draining yourself with unnecessary mental loops. So start practicing today and let me know how it goes for you. You can always join the Women Developing Brilliance Facebook group where we continue the conversations started on the pod. I cannot wait to hear about how utilizing your innate wisdom increases your power and alignment. You've totally got this. I mean, it's your birthright after all. So until next time, my friend, breathe joy. I've been sharing feedback about the pod as a fun way to hear from people all over the world that have been tuning in. Today, we hear from Flutter by Threads from the U.S., and she says, Casey is inspirational. I love these podcasts. Casey asks thought-provoking questions, and at the same time, you feel at ease with her. I always feel inspired and ready to continue on my journey. Thank you, Casey, for providing these podcasts, and thank you to those willing to share their journey. Well, thank you, Flutter by Threads. I appreciate you tuning in. I also appreciate you taking the time to review the podcast. It really does mean the world to me. And thank everyone for listening. If you would like to review the podcast, you can head over to lovethepodcast.com slash brilliance and leave your thoughts and feedback about the Women Developing Brilliance podcast. Again, the link is lovethepodcast.com slash brilliance. Thanks so much.